It's time for another episode of the Core Extra Podcast. Yo, Steve, here we go. Another episode of the Core Extra Podcast. How you been? I've been fantastic. Well, Just got back from my vacation. Yeah. So, for those of you who've been listening, uh, thank you for continuing to listen and being with us. You can tell today we are at another location, uh, Core Extra location. This is a building I think somebody just bought and uh, gave us a little space. You can hear the music in the background. Uh, uh, it's kind of a restaurant type place. Yeah, you know? yeah, restaurant. Yeah, and it's nice, and we decided to do it here because they have very affordable breakfast. Yes. <laughs> so, yes, so very, just, very affordable, big breakfast. Yes, and it faces the outside, and we're kind of halfway outside, and uh, we didn't want to be cramped in the studio today because no. it's so nice out. So we thought we'd come out here and do it. So if you guys have been listening, again, we appreciate it. And Steve was in uh, Niagara Canada. Falls. Niagara Falls, right? The Canadian side. I encourage you guys to go back and listen to those. There's some good stuff in there. But, Steve, i got to ask you about one thing. Well, let me let me tell you one story. I forgot to tell him the thing, and, and it was brought up last night okay. by my girlfriend. Okay. We are coming across the border that, from New York to Canada. Okay. And it's like six lanes, you know. The border patrol is checking. The U.S. border patrol is checking. Six lanes across. So there's a car in front of me and then me. And next to me is a car and then a car behind them. And the car behind them, they're smoking a joint mm. in the car. That's smart. So... The girl decides to roll the, roll the windows down and turn the air conditioner on to try to blow it out <laughs> before they get one more car up right. to the border. Right. Because it would have been crazy to do that an oh, hour before. Yeah, oh, yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So we get to the border, and the border patrol, very, very uh, efficient individuals, you know, ask me where I'm from, blah, 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 what I'm doing, where I'm going, roll my windows down like I'm hiding people. Right. In the back of the car, but I, I can hear him talking to the guy next to me, and they they take him out, you know. They pulled him out of the car. Oh yeah, pulled him out of the car, took the car apart, you know, for just being oh, really? stupid. Oh yeah, yeah, took it apart mm-hmm. for, and probably the guy just had one joint, mm-hmm. but it was all about stupidity. Right, yeah, exactly. A hundred miles ago, he could have got rid of it, but. Right. I guess he needed it. So did they arrest him? They did not. I don't know. They pulled his car over, pulled him over, and I went through. So when you got through, you just gone. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then, you know, they asked me, obviously, the fancy term, if I had any cannabis on me. So he, you know. Did you say no, but I got a joint? Yes. I said, no, I do not have any cannabis <laughs> on me. So he obviously had cannabis. <laughs> so that was... The story I forgot to tell last week going through that. We have to get him on the podcast when he gets out of prison. Yeah. The Midnight Express. <laughs> let's, go, let's go break him out of prison on the podcast. That would be even better. So if you've been listening, you guys know that Steve uh, single-handedly almost 
caused an international incident with our friends from Australia. Diplomatic relations have been severed. They've been severed. So, yes. so what exactly happened with you and, and your mate from Australia? Okay. So, if you haven't been to Niagara Falls, first of all, you got to go to the Canadian side. The American side sucks. Sucks. So you need to go to the Canadian side. That's where all the actions happen. We went on what's called a trip behind the falls. And, you know, you get to go all the way down, take an elevator down, you get to go all the way down, and you, you get to, like, walk on planks kind of to the side of the falls. Right. It's nice pictures. That nice scenery. Probably the best scenery I got. But... They, it's called behind the falls because somehow they have a tunnel behind the falls and they've cut two walkways in it. Right. Stupid, really. Right, right, right. You just get to look. Just go in your backyard. Pull, you know, just drain your hose in front of your face. That's, <laughs> That's exactly it. what it looks like. <laughs> so we went with another couple, and they have all kind of boards that you can read and everything along the way. So the other couple got in line. So they're almost all the way to the entrance to see the water that falls behind the falls. And uh, he waves me up. So I go up and just step in line. Because this line is a long line. So I just step in line. And the Aussie (laughs) had the nerve (laughs) to say I was cutting in line. But you know, I told him that's what Americans do. And yeah, it's our turn. Yeah, it's our turn. No. I mean, we saved your ass in World War II, so we're allowed to cut in front of you. We should be able yeah. to. But he turned out to be a decent guy. Yeah, he did. He turned out to be a, a decent guy. I mean, I actually got him on the podcast, and it was fun <laughs> Yeah, he talking was fun. to him. So go back and listen to that full episode of Steve single-handedly destroying years of positive relationships. <laughs> And I don't know if I told you. So I don't. I can't remember if it's on the podcast. You you might remember. The day we left, someone went over the falls. Yeah. And uh, what did he go over in? in? In himself. Oh, he just jumped over. He the jumped falls. into the falls he to died? commit suicide. No. No. He jumped in to kill himself. Went over the Horseshoe Falls. First guy since like 1964 to go over the falls. Wow, I didn't know that. Uh, and the one that went over was a young boy mm. in a life jacket. Mm. His dad didn't make it over the falls. No. No. But, I mean, they didn't deliberately go over the falls. Their boat broke down and yeah. down it went. This guy deliberately went over the falls. Mm. And he bounced around and came up on a rock downstream. Oh. Nothing wrong with him, except they took him away, you know. The strange thing is, the falls, when the falls hit the water, it's still 180 feet deep. The falls pound. So that guy went down, down farther, smashed under the water, and then popped up like a float downstream. That would not happen. That would not happen. No. Now, this, this fancy place now decides to make a malt. Yeah, that's what you hear yeah. back there. For some reason, now they got to make a malt yeah. at 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who's, who's eating that? Um, so what's the next trip? Next trip is Las Vegas. Oh, Las Vegas. The Core Extra Podcast coming back to Las Vegas. I've talked to uh, a couple of podcasters out there we're going to meet. I... Um, Obviously, the Old Cortez Hotel, again, 
yes. at the beautiful downtown El Cortez Hotel. But you, you talked to somebody else that wants us to stop by their hotel. The downtown Grand Hotel. Now we have not been there. Well, we must have been there because they sent us a form right. for free nights. Well, right. it's the question podcast. Well, correct. We, we're usually comped everywhere we go. Everywhere we go. But except here, we had to pay for our breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> but right. so we'll be there, and uh, we'll actually be spending one night there. Right. September sixteenth. Right. So anybody that's out there during those times, and I've been on the websites for El Cortez and Downtown Grand. If you're there, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, and you want to be on the Quester Podcast, Quester. feel free to look us up. Just let us know. Just when, you, just come to one of our hotels and just. Say, <laughs> Just say one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're booked all over town <laughs> right. for the 14th through the 16th. Anywhere we can get free stuff. We're, we're booked. We're booked. Um, all over the place. Just come to the hotel. Just leave a note in the mailbox of the Core Extra Podcast, and we'll get in touch with you. you and know, you'll see us walking around in our shirts and hats. Yeah. And if you see us, jump at it. You know the other thing, Steve, since it's uh, 2019, they have things called social media and everything where people can contact you. Yes. You don't have to leave a note yes. like it's 1853, yes. you know. Yes, that's true. I never thought of that. <laughs> you, you, I don't, just, you don't have to do one of the telegrams <laughs> like, hello, stop. My name is Joe. Stop. <laughs> you know, you know, you don't have to dictate a... I don't know how to work the Twitter. <laughs> right? You don't have to actually dictate a telegram. I don't think they actually leave mail in the mailboxes anymore. I don't think so. That's what happens when you watch Turner Classic all yeah. the time. I want to be on your podcast. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> now, give, now, give that to the guy on the horse and then he ride it down to the hotel. <laughs> And of course, if you if you if you dictate a telegram, you have to talk like that. Yeah, that's how you have to talk. You have to talk like they talk in the old movies. <laughs> I heard the chorus of podcast is here. What's going on? I don't think anybody leaves mail <laughs> in slots anymore. You know, I don't even know. I must have had a brain fart there. So, so, yeah. So we're looking forward to being out there. Um, okay. So look, let's talk about a couple of movies. Yeah. Alright, now listen. I've been supremely let down by the movies this year. I don't care what anybody says, Ma was not good. In my eyes, it's my opinion. What? Ma. Ma, yeah, I didn't see it because you told me it was horrible. It's bad. It was bad. I mean, it's all over the web. You can find (laughs) reviews anywhere. I'll just tell you that. Yeah, you can explain the whole movie. I'm not going to see it. Right. Well, well, the whole thing was. you know, her motivation to go crazy was ridiculous. Um, you know who Allison Janey is? Yeah. Allison Janey. How many coffees do they have to make today? Allison Jane has like six Emmy Awards. Six or seven Emmy Awards. And she played the veterinarian who was the employer for Octavia Spencer. Octavia Spencer went for a vet. And all Allison Janey did was just stare at her weird through the whole thing. They didn't give her anything to do. Uh, seriously, an extra could have played the part that Alice and Jamie did. Yes, yes. And, and that's what they should have done. It was ridiculous. So the uh, best movie you've seen all year? Okay. You want to know the best? The Public? 
Oh, oh, oh the, the actual best film I've yes. seen all year seriously is The Public. And that is why? Because you were in it. Yes. That is the main reason. 17 times. 17 shots. I'm going to tell you guys something. If you want to see somebody move a chair with talent... <laughs> You'll see Steve move a chair in the background. 17 and, and get a pizza. And get a piece of pizza. And you start getting yes, a pizza. Yes. Look for the guy who gets the piece of pizza. He steps into the scene. Then so you know exactly what the chorus or podcast looks like. <laughs> what I look like. Right. So the public is actually the best film I've seen this year, I think. For real. But the most fun I've had at the movies was Crawl. But with the alligators cutting yeah. loose. <laughs> That's the most fun I've had at the movies this year. That was a blast. I, have, I haven't seen that one. That's a blast. I'm actually going to go see the Quentin Tarantino movie tomorrow. You know, I didn't tell you this yet, but I've had enough of it. I had enough of Quentin Tarantino. I might not even see this. You know what? I see your point. I've had enough of Godzilla. No, no. <laughs> And Predator. And predator. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I did I did see something that, uh, speaking of Tarantino, and I know he didn't uh, he didn't write this movie, but uh, um, the Dawn movie with the vampire. Him oh, and Clooney. From Dusk to Dawn. From Dusk to Dawn. Mm-hmm. That movie, they, they wanted it at PG-13 instead of NC-17. And the way they made it PG-13 instead of NC-17 was they had the vampires. When they killed them, they bled green instead of red. Oh, is that why they did that? Yes. I, I read know. that today. Oh, I didn't know that. I did, well, who knew that? All right. I mean, who wouldn't make that any different? Yeah. That's, That's weird. I didn't know. Because the blood wasn't that... Wasn't that you know, some Hayek was dancing with a snake around their neck, you right, know. Right, and right, right. Some Hayek, right? Yeah. So, there was another movie I saw that let me down. Intruders. The Intruder. The Intruder. I didn't see that. They buy a house. These two very intelligent people buy a house. Very smart people. Young couple. They buy a house from a guy, Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid's weird. Yeah, out in the country. And... They're very intelligent, very accomplished uh, yuppies, so to speak, and they can't figure out how to get Dennis Quaid out of the house, which simply they could have called 911, and the whole movie would have been over. Wait a second, they couldn't get him out of the house? Well, he kept coming back to the house. And Wait a second, I saw the previews. That was his house at one time, yeah. and he sold it to he them. sold it to and them. And he kept showing up. He kept showing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they could never... They, all they had to do was literally just call the police. Yeah, now, yeah. I'll show you how ridiculous this movie was. At one point, a guy who works with the main character went out to the house. And I'm just going to tell you, I don't do spoilers, but if you haven't seen The Intruder by now, you're not going to see it. You don't want to see it. Um, and, and Dennis Quaid kills it. So this guy doesn't show up for work the next few days. And you think that would send off some red flags, right? Especially since the owner of the house sent him out there. And they're just like, oh, yeah, Joe disappeared. They don't know where he is. Now, two and two equals four. I sent him out to look at the house yeah. where this intruder is, and he got killed. So where's the first place you go? To the house, try to find Maybe. out. And it was just ridiculous. And the whole 
just, it was just ridiculous. You know, everywhere you go nowadays, everywhere you go, people have cell phones. Except in this room. The cell phone's downstairs. Do they have mailboxes where they, they have put the, mailbox where put you the put mail in? Yeah. Well, they have carrier pigeons, you know. Uh, except in this movie, her phone's downstairs. You know what I mean? I mean it's just ridiculous. That was bad. Brightburn, which I really, really wanted to be good. That's where it is. It's basically Superman, but the kid is like a demon, you know. Is that any good? No. No, not to me. It just didn't make any sense. And, I, and I'm very well aware of the fact that the premise of the movie is a kid comes from out of space, I know. But it still have to make sense, you know. And it didn't make any sense. Well, I think it makes more sense than Superman. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because if you had all the superpowers in the world, uh-huh. all the superpowers... Would you fight for truth, justice in the American way? <laughs> or would you be robbing banks? Well, you don't even have to rob the banks. No. Just, just go and say, give me the money. Yeah, just give me the money. But don't forget, Superman can crush a lump of coal and make a diamond. So he don't even have to rob a bank. That's true. I never thought of that. But, but here's the thing. You know, on the premise, that's what you're saying sounds good. But the movie's ridiculous. You know, number one, here's number one. This movie was set in current, I believe. It certainly wasn't set in the 50s or 40s or 30s like Superman. So now, when that mysterious object crash lands in the ground, I mean, in, inside of eight minutes, the government is there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm going to probably assume you can't just hide the craft in your barn like you could back in 1940 or whatever. Yeah. The government would find it. You know, and then the other thing too is in this movie. As soon as my kids start showing some little demon side, kind of put him down. <laughs> because you know he's from another world. It's not like right. you're boring now and you have to bring the exorcist in. Now by the time they tried to do that, it was too late. Oh no, I can imagine. It was too late. It should have just been one of those, like, that book of Mice and Men, where you took him out and said, oh, no, look at the sunshine, Billy. You know, now yeah. they kind of tried that, but it was too late. Because they spent too much time trying to defend him. Like, oh, it's a... And look, when your kid has a fight at school and he, and he like, snaps a guy, oh, something's wrong. Not just like, oh, we don't know what's wrong with Joey. Yeah, come on. Yeah. It, it, the premise sounded really good, you know. And then... The way it all kind of wrapped up, they kind of lead you to believe that he's coming back and there's more of them. And <coughs> it just it just didn't make sense. Well, is this a DC or Marvel character? Not that I know of. Now, I, I could be, or a graphic novel I character? Don't, I don't know. I mean, every movie is now. Yeah, that I honestly don't know. But Even movies you don't think are. Are. Yeah. Are. I just, I was really let down by it. But, so that takes me back to Crawl. The alligator. It's not snakes on a plane in the water, is it? No, what happens is, it's a flood. It's a flood, storm, whatever. And the alligators wash up, and then it's our main characters. It's a girl, a woman, and her father, estranged father, and uh, they're trapped in the house with the gators. You know. That's it's not too far-fetched, right? I mean, if you had a flood, here's like in the, Mississippi... Here's, here's the only, one of the things that's far-fetched about it. They, 
they have better recuperative powers than than Wolverine. <laughs> you know? The people or the Gators? The people, the people. I mean, if I stub my toe, I'm out for like a month, right? But they get bent. It's okay. First they're limping, and then they're not limping anymore. Well, let me ask you this. Are the Gators 25 feet long? Oh, they're huge. They're yeah, yeah, numbers. sure. N- none you ever see. No, you know, nobody ever gets those. They're but, 25 foot long Gators. But here's the deal. It's... It is campy, you know, it is, but it's, it's, it's just what you expect, not less. A lot of times you go into these movies. It's in an R. Yeah, I think it is. A lot of times you go into these movies and you're thinking, okay, it's going to be kind of crazy, and then it's horrible, you know what I mean, because it's just too ridiculous. This wasn't too ridiculous. Yes, in the beginning, you can tell exactly what's going to happen in the beginning because she's a championship swimmer. So you can you don't you know yeah, right there you yeah, know right yeah. there you know right there there's going to be a scene where she has this out swimming alligator you know it you know but it's okay it was fun don't get me wrong it was not like really seriously yeah well see that's what happens when we get out of the studio no other way no other way to do that yeah but yelling yeah just yelling that's the difference so now let me ask you this they put a number on your table right okay and then they yell your name out sick the number just come walk around see what the number is what are you supposed to yell bingo (laughs) when when they yell out your number they give you a number because you're supposed to relax right. and sit, and they look around and they bring it to your table. Right. Not right here. <laughs> oh, well, come on, one time. She's right next to us. Yell it out. <laughs> it drives me insane. Uh, no, we're really, well, we'll tell that story another day about the orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> you can't leave the gap. Well, our casino you. episode yeah. will be about the orange juice. Yeah. So, let me tell you what else I've been doing. What about, I'll tell you what, what about uh, yesterday? We both saw that. Okay. Oh, okay, so the movie yesterday. Yeah. Um, Not the day yesterday, <laughs> the movie yesterday. <laughs> took you a while, you paused a second. Yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I saw it yesterday. I was there. Um, so, yesterday, okay, I'll be honest. First and foremost. I'm not a huge Beatle fan. What? Yeah, I, to me, and it's maybe just me, but yes. all those songs sound alike to me. You know, I, I always say whoever was the drummer in the Beatles, the Swingo Star, he had the best job ever. Oh, just yeah. Boom, 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 boom. But poor Paul and John had to actually write songs. Well, you know. Now, I, now but let me, let me stress something. Yeah, stress it. I am not saying that the Beatles weren't super talented. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying for me, I didn't. I was not a huge fan. And of course, I got like five or six Beatles songs I like. That's probably about it. And yesterday is one of the songs I like. That and uh, Will You Still Need Me When I'm 64 or something like that. Yeah, because since we're almost there. Exactly. So uh, <laughs> I really like some of it, but the movie to me, the premise was much better than the execution. To me. The premise was, I thought, fantastic. Right. I really liked that. I was really pumped for it. And I just thought it was okay. Okay. If it, if I, if it was like five stars, or, I'd say it's like three stars. 
Nothing crazy. Well, here, here's the thing that was, I liked about it was after, real quick summary. Shock goes through the country, the world, yeah. knocks out everybody except this guy. I guess because he falls off his bike or something. And he, about bus. Yeah, and um, Beatles were never born. And among and, and other things never. He, yeah, but he remembers. Yeah, and other things too. But he remembers the Beatles. Now, so he starts singing their songs and getting rich. And um, everybody thinks they're all Brandon songs. That's the premise of the movie. The thing is, the funny thing I found was, and if I threw this out to you right now, let's just say you're a big Queen fan, okay? And right now, all the Queen songs that were ever made were lost. How many could you remember? Exactly. Four, four. Four? Yeah, maybe four, three, four. four right. How many were, were there? hundred? Yeah. yeah. That's the funny thing, because yeah. he can't remember all the songs to keep <laughs> making money. That's what I thought was funny. Right. <laughs> oh, it has, it, and, and the other thing, I liked uh, Kate McKinnon in it. Yeah. I thought she was good. I, I thought everything was good. I, I just wasn't blown away. But then, but I will tell you this, too. Now, I don't know if you know this. I've watched a lot of British based romantic comedies and just comedies in general. And you start to see a formula with them, just like every other genre. It's like, here's the guy, the Beatles, the guy that can't remember, that remembers the Beatles song. He's got a wacky friend, and then he's got the girl that there's some tension in. And that's just like uh, Notting Hill with Julia Roberts and, and uh, Hugh Grant. It was Hugh Grant was the guy. He had that wacky roommate, remember? Yeah. And then, and I and I can go right down the list. But that's the same in in all of the every horror, drama, everything. But when I was watching it, I was like, okay, here comes the wacky friend, you know. And here comes so, and then they were. The, the girl that he was chasing or, or, wanted, or, or wanted to get together with, first it was no, right. then it was kind of yes, then it's back to a no, and then you know what's going to happen. So when I see that formula, if I, when I see that formula, sometimes I just get like, well, here we go, and I wish they would have just avoided it, you know. Now, I liked it. I would have rewritten it like this. So here's what happened. What happened was... That event happened around the world. He got hit by a bus, and he was the only one who remembered the Beatles, right? Yes. Okay. So say he can only remember 20 songs. I would have fast-forwarded a couple of years, and people saying, hey, where's the rest of the song? Why aren't you writing anything new? And he can't remember. So what does he have to do? He has to go get hit by a bus again. So I would have just had him run over the Get hit by buses constantly. Maybe you wake up and remember the Rolling Stones. I think maybe after two or three, it would have been, there wouldn't have been any music coming out. Trust me. So, you know. No, but I, I just wish they would avoid the formula. I just, and it's hard to do, I know, but it's, because it's, after you watch enough of it, you've seen it. You know, well, you know they have a thing see, in Hollywood. They have a thing in Hollywood called a meet cute, and they actually write that in scripts. Meet cute, 
and what that is is you have to have this cute way of leading the love interest you know whether that's bumping into them on a bicycle or at the airport you know uh, your luggage was switched at the airport you right. know and 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 when you see that you just see the whole movie coming you, you know uh, and it's hard to avoid, I know, but I like I'm it. I'm going to be honest, though. I will tell you this last thing. Maybe if I was a bigger Beatles fan, I would have liked it more. I right. liked it for the, just, it was something new. Right. It was something different. Uh, we talk about this all the time. Horror movies. I thought Nightmare on Elm Street. It's really stupid. But that's the first one anybody ever got attacked in their dreams. I mean, that was like, wow. You know, yeah, now you can't one, sleep. The first one was really good. Yeah. And then, you know, but it was a new premise. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes you go, huh. Mm-hmm. I saw, a, you know, I like vampire movies. I saw a vampire movie with John Carpenter. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always a main vampire. The main vampire in the movie was Judas mm-hmm. from, you know, oh, Betrayed really? Jesus. Oh, really? So that was like, oh, wow, nobody's ever done that before. Right, right. And I was like, nah, the movie wasn't that good. But it had, but it had uh, you're like, wow, that's unusual. That's different. Right. It's not the same old stuff. Right. So like that, I kind of like movies like that. Well, like that one, that 30 Days of Night, where, yes. where the vampires moved to Alaska because it stays smart. It stays dark. Oh, that was that was unbelievable. To the end. The worst part of the movie is the end. Right. When he becomes a vampire to kill the vampire, that's stupid. Right. That's I mean, dumb. They kind of run. They kind of in some of these movies, they kind of get scared to commit to, to what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they know what sells and what well, people like, what is, you know. and you know, people don't want to see this or that. They want a bow on the end of the movie. Yeah. You know, um, so what was I saying? What were we talking about? And of course, we would be mad if the Avengers, the second one, the fight, and they all came together real quick, about ready to hit each other, and it was over. And we'd be like, what? <laughs> we, You know, we all want it to That's true. Well, so Crawl was my most fun. I had fun in it. And, and and I think everybody starts going to the movies as a kid for fun, you know. Yeah. And I had fun. They would crawl. It, the, the way the alligator, some of the scenes, some of the scenes where they attack are pretty good. Um, and the characters are smart. And that's really the pet peeve. That is good. Smart the, characters. The, the pet peeve in those horror movies, especially when I call them isolation horror, where they're stuck someplace. You know when they when they do stupid things it ruins. It. So they really didn't do anything stupid. In my, they did everything that I would have done. You know, that's um, like that one of one of our favorites is uh, dog soldiers. Yeah, fighting a werewolf. Yeah, and they're in this cabin fighting and they're just throwing pots and pans. Yeah, anything they didn't get their hands on. Because that's what you would really do. Yeah. You know? uh, and the way they fight. And the way they fight. I mean, it's not boxing. No. It's swinging crazy, like <laughs> NBA players. Speaking of boxing, man, everybody should do this. They should go online, look on YouTube, and apparently Mike Tyson is in a movie with Steven Seagal. Maybe more than one. Now, not a long time ago, like recently, when Steven Seagal weighs somewhere between four and 500 pounds. And we know Mike Tyson is not the best actor. I mean, he was good in Hangover. Right. And they have a fight scene in a bar. 
that could possibly be the worst fight scene I've ever seen. <laughs> but, uh, but it's interesting to see Mike and Steven Seagal together. But, uh, but hey, let me tell you something else I've been doing. I want to make sure I get this in here because I told him I would. Um, I went to the Cincinnati Blues Festival. Oh, okay. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. I remember you saying that. I saw this dude. Well, first of all, the headliners were the Blues Beatles. Since we're talking about the Beatles. Yeah. Uh, they're a group of six guys from Brazil who have taken Beatles songs and turned them into blues songs. And let me tell you, go on YouTube, look on the Blues Beatles, just Google them, you'll find them. They're amazing. Amazing. With, they're amazing singer, uh, the musicians, they are well worth taking a look at. I was really, it's one of the best concerts I've been to, period. That's how good they were. I'd pay a hundred bucks to see them. Really? Well, they were unbelievably good, because they played a little bit of everything. You know, I'll try to, if I haven't posted a video of them, I'll put it up, because I talked to the guy and told him I would. Well, before you post it up, maybe we can sing sponsors. We're always looking for sponsors. Yeah, well, you know, I'm not going to Brazil to see if they... But I saw this guy, local guy, okay? This, this dude is 19 years old. He's going to UC, first year at UC, University of Cincinnati. Good for him. His name is Ben Levin. That's Ben, common spelling, then Levin. E L-E-V-I-N, Levin, L-E-V-I-N. You can find him at benlevinpiano.com. His latest CD is called Before Me, recorded right here in Dayton, Kentucky. Ben Levin plays piano, so obviously Ben Levin piano. He plays old school boogie woogie piano. And that guy's good. Is he going to UC to the conservatory of music? I don't know that. I didn't ask him that, but... But I know he just started. He's been playing piano forever. And his father plays guitar in the band. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. So I went down there to the Blues Fest and saw him. Played some amazing. I mean, the guy's just amazing. Uh, uh, I encourage you to go look for him. But I got a chance to talk to him a little bit about playing with his father and, and playing with a legend, a legend in music. Uh, so uh, here, let's take a listen to me talking to Ben Levin. Okay, we're here with Ben Levin. I just had an unbelievable set. Ben, I, I just want to ask you two questions, Ben. What is it like to play the Cincinnati Blues Festival with your dad? It's very important to play with my dad. You know, this is something that he's been doing his whole life. And to have him involved, we meet with it uh, means a lot. You know, it's not a lot of... Uh, People get to have that connection with their parents, and to be able to play on stage with my dad almost every weekend, it's uh, something really special. And you, and you know I have to ask you, what is it like to play with the legendary Philip Paul? That just has to be amazing. And you record with him too, right? Yeah, yeah Philip's a legend, man, and same thing. Just for him to want to play with me, it means so much. I mean, he's connected to all this music that I love, I've listened to all my life. And he's just—he's truly a treasure. Truly, truly. So, if people want to uh, follow you on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or whatever you have, how do they reach you, Ben? Ben Levin Piano. That's B E N L E V I N Piano. All right. Thanks a lot, Ben. We really appreciate your time. Okay, you can see uh, Ben. Sound like a nice guy, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. And he had Philip Paul. You heard him mention Philip Paul. Philip Paul is 93 years old. He's played drums with Freddie King. Jeez. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. 
on, on Lonesome, Lonesome Whistle Blues is uh, one of the big hits with Freddie King. Uh, uh, so that was Ben Levin. Uh, go and look him up. He's a really nice guy. Aaron Levin is his dad, and uh, they play in a band together. And uh, I think if you're into blues or into good music, you can find So that was pretty cool to me. Yeah. We're always looking for local. Absolutely. Always looking for local talent um, or just local interest stories. Now, now that we're on music, just yesterday. But we are worldwide, so we'll take worldwide stories. Well, yeah, well, you can, yeah. Well, anybody can log on. And yes, them, yes, but, uh, log on. So, another lady who's local, she just graduated from Ohio University, okay? Her name is Megan Wren, like the bird, W-R-E-N. You can find her at Ray, Megan Wren Music. I got a chance to see her like, just last night, uh, Friday night. Got a chance to see Megan. She's kind of a bluesy, rockish guitarist. Um, I um, kind of reminds you, she doesn't remind you of Janis Joplin per se, but she kind of has that vibe to her. And uh, I got a chance to talk to her a little bit last night. And she did a, she mixed two songs. You'll hear me ask her about it in the, in the, uh, in the interview. And uh, so here, take a listen to me talking to Megan Wren. Okay, uh, hey everybody, we are at the Sharon Fest, uh, uh, full of fun, festivities, food and music, and I'm standing here with Megan Wren, fresh off an electrifying performance here. This is her third year playing here? Yeah, this is my third time. Uh, I skipped last year, but I played acoustic the two years before that. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing. Megan is not only an electrifying artist, in my opinion, uh, but she's local. So so give us your local connection. Yeah, absolutely. I grew up in Sims. I went to Sycamore. I graduated four years ago. Uh, and then I just went to school at Ohio University in Athens. Uh, oh, yeah. so I majored in communications. Yeah. Uh, specialty was audio engineering. So I'm all around. I play all around Southern Ohio now. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. And, you know, I, uh, I've been to Miami University. And they have one or two parties a year. Is that right? Well, it's, it's Ohio University. <laughs> Ohio but yes, University. but yeah, we have a couple. A you couple. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a couple, especially We're Halloween. We're known for that, especially. Uh, but I, th I think it's funny we play hard as much as we work hard. Honestly, it's cliche, but that, that school whipped me in the shape too. You know? <laughs> you know, Megan, you did something that I've never heard. I'm probably three, four, or five times your age, and you've done something I've never heard. She, Megan, mixed. Um, uh, uh, what was it, Purple Haze yep. with Superstition. Yeah. With, with Jimmy Hendrix and Stevie Wonder. How did that come absolutely. about? It's actually a favorite. My guitarist, Ryan Shepard, is in another local group, Freak Mythology is their name, and uh, he loves that jam bandy stuff, so we were going to do Superstition, and he goes, hey, just so you know, I can transition this into Purple Haze, and we were like, oh, okay, yeah, we're going to do it. <laughs> and on stage, we kind of wing it. You know, it happens different every time, and we, we get along so well, we have so much fun on stage, so oh, it's yeah. like, wherever it's Gonna change. We'll just figure it out, you know, oh, yeah. as we go. <laughs> well, I have to ask your permission to do something, Megan. I have about 30, 45 seconds of Renegade, mm -hmm. your unreleased uh, original song. And I'm telling you guys, that is a kick-ass song. <laughs> I, I loved it. I, and I'm not just fire, saying that. Say, yeah, oh, Hendrix, yeah. You, yeah. You can hear the Hendrix yeah, influence. It's very Hendrix. Yeah. Yeah. So if you log on to my Twitter, uh, when this posts, you click over right now and look at a video of Megan Wren playing her original, Renegade. Yeah, I'm telling you, that. 
yeah. is really good. The song is really good. <laughs> now, how do people reach you and come out and see you, Megan? Yeah, so we're all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, of course. Uh, my name on all of that is Megan Wren Music. So if you look that up, you'll find it. And I have a website as well, MeganWrenMusic.com. So we're all over. We're playing Southgate House on August 10th. Oh. So that'll be that's coming up. We're going to be selling tickets for that soon, so people can reach out to me directly for tickets. We okay. got him. And the Southgate House is like the home of the blues down here and uh, yeah, <laughs> down here in Newport, in, yeah. in, uh, yeah. Newport Kentucky, right yeah. across the bridge from Cincinnati. Well, thanks for taking yeah. time, Megan. Thanks and so now we're going to watch who? The Naked Karate yeah, Girls, right? Yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks Sweet. a lot, Megan. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, so as you can see, she mixes very good, yeah. And, pur and purple haze. I've never yeah. heard anybody do that. I never heard anybody do that. But she was really good. She was really fun to listen to. Like she said, she went to high school here locally. Um, and then she went to Ohio University, like she said. And, and she uh, graduated from Ohio University? Yeah, just graduated. Just graduated. Uh, I think she said that, so I might cut that out. Because I think she yeah. said that. <laughs> but... Um, and she was real fun to listen to, and uh, you can buy her music uh, anywhere. And uh, we just wanted to give a couple of local people some worldwide exposure. Yeah. So I encourage you to log on and, uh, and give these guys a listen because they're really good young musicians. You know, I'm a I'm a frustrated like everybody, a frustrated mu uh, uh, guitarist like everybody. You know, everybody wants to be a rock star. I got a guitar from Christmas two years ago. Yeah. I haven't opened it up out of the case. Yeah. Well, I've been playing. I don't have but... time. Well, I've been, you know, being retired, I don't have yeah, any time to Yeah, I was going to say, because it takes a long time to yeah. play the guitar. But uh, I've been playing, but nothing like these guys can. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> these guys are the good. I so, think it's an art. you got to have it or you don't have it. But with Megan, with Megan Red, I put up uh, a video of her unreleased song. I did this with her permission, and you, you, heard, her, you heard her just now. Of her unreleased song, Renegade. I put up a little snippet on, uh, yeah. you know, like, well, like, I mentioned, like I mentioned in the interview. She gave me permission. You heard it. So, um, so go over there and check her out. Cause, uh, check out that video. It's really good. Yeah, so that's what I've been doing. And uh, doing a lot of that. Looking forward to the local scene. And you saw one of our favorite bands the other night. You saw Soul Pocket. Yeah, Soul Pocket out there at Crestview Hill Shopping Center. If you haven't seen Soul Pocket, uh, we have a video of them online. And uh, again, these these no, bands are local. Great. These bands are local, but they sell their music worldwide. You know, you know. So uh, I'd say there was four thousand people there. Yeah, they're good. Soul Pocket is unbelievable. And, of course, the Naked Karate Girls are great, too. And I saw them the other night. But anyway, that's what I've been doing. Uh, there's a movie coming out. Oh, this is good. There's a movie coming out in October. Zombieland Part 2. Oh, okay. Same just, people? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's called Double Tap. <laughs> <laughs> Zombieland Part 2. So... We got a lot of good stuff coming up. So what? Are, what? Are, so the big thing is, we're going to Vegas. Yes. In September. We already mentioned that, but we want to circle around to that before we go here. We're going to Vegas. We have a lot of surprises set up for Vegas. Um, a lot of interviews like last year. A lot year. of interviews. Man on the street, Man cab drivers. Street. Yeah. Or Uber drivers. Uber drivers. Yeah. Steve. Lift. Yeah. Lift. Steve's going to take a cab and drop off letters at hotels. Huh. <laughs> let, me, let me let me tell you, the, the last cab we took in Vegas, mm -hmm. the guy didn't know where we were going. No. He had us, I told him where we're going, 
and he had us going to the El Cortez in California. <laughs> right. 247 miles he, away. He, he, he punched it in and he goes, is this right? Yeah, Are luckily right? I looked at it and was like, no. <laughs> we were like, no, man. We didn't fly to Vegas to, to take go a taxi to California, to LA. No. What's the matter with you? That was the last taxi we were in. Yeah. That was. It was the last taxi I was in. Yes. Although, I was in a taxi in Niagara Falls. Right. And the taxi from my hotel to the death to the falls was six dollars and forty seven cents. The Uber was fourteen fifty. Right. Sometimes they can get yeah. But you know the thing in Vegas is everywhere we're going this time, probably we can probably walk to maybe. We might go up to strip? Yeah, no. No, I don't want to go there. No, but the farthest we can go is uh, that one. That one place we went, we had already taken a Uber and we walked uh, the Seven Stars or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah we had already taken a. No, we took the bus and then we walked across the street. Remember? I don't remember being on a bus. Yeah, remember we took the bus and we went. On, we went I don't on. think I remember ever being. I wouldn't know where to go on a bus in Vegas. We took the bus. Now, maybe this was the time before, and we went all the way out there where the bus turns around. Remember that? And it took us forever to get out there. It went, we went all the way out to where the buses turn around. We took I a, think that you, was, Oh, you mean when we landed? We took a no, shuttle? No, no, no. I think that was the time before when we went to the bachelor party. Okay. Remember we yeah, got yeah, yeah, yeah. and we went out and it went, and we were thinking, is it going all the way? Yeah. I forgot where we were going, but wherever we were going, we got on the, the double decker. Yes. Double -decker. Yes. But that was the time before. Yeah. But, I remember that. But somehow we ended up up there by the seven stars, and I don't remember why. That isn't that where we stayed? That's when we stayed that night next to the yeah, convenience yeah. store. Yeah. And got that story from the girl. Right. Then across the street from there was the seven. Yeah. This is riveting. Yes. <laughs> that might get all cut out. Yeah, yeah. All right, I don't I see don't anything that's important in that. No. <laughs> so if you all haven't right. tuned out already, you will after that. <laughs> Matter of fact, I think that guy was listen, probably listening to this when he jumped over the phone. Yeah. <laughs> you got to leave it in now. <laughs> I've had enough. Give me something to listen to when I yeah, jump. Core extra sticker <laughs> on his backpack. I actually put a core extra sticker yeah. in the men's room and said, "For a good time, <laughs> for a good time, listen for a good to time. podcast, core extra podcast." Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. All right, I don't have anything else. Do you? I don't have anything. All else. right, guys, thanks for listening. Stay tuned. We got some good stuff coming up. Yeah, thanks. Bye. Yeah.